Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menounos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menounos, your life improvement series starts now. Hello, hello, Heal Squad. Get ready for another great day. We're going to be talking all about food today. Ugh, I'm salivating already. All right, let's start with our quote of the day. My goal is to show people that living a healthy lifestyle can be enjoyable and, more importantly, doable. That is from our guest today, Rachel DeVoe. She wrote this really great cookbook called Rachel's Good Eats. You might know her from Instagram. Her Instagram is called Rachel's Good Eats. And so she has lots of yummy, easy recipes on there. Uh, If you're new to the Heal Squad, welcome. This is what we do here every single day. We try to learn more to get better and to do better, whether it's, you know, within us or for the greater good. Um, you know, we bring the best experts in the world on this show. We want to get healthier. We want to do better. We want to live better. And I know my life has been greatly impacted by all of the guests that we've had here on the show. And I hear from you guys all the time that it's impacted yours. So if you haven't already, leave us a review. We'll put the link in the summary below. Let us know how the show is helping you or impacting you or whatever you want to share with us. Only positive, guys. Um, And then, by the way, if you haven't checked out Macy's.com backslash Hail Squad, Macy's is a huge supporter of the show. We're so grateful to them because they help us keep the lights on. Used to be an employee there, so we go deep. We go way back, me and Macy's. Uh, But at Macy's.com backslash Heal Squad, I've curated all my favorite things on Macy's. So whether it's Mother's Day gifts or birthday gifts or stuff for you, clothing. I have my fashion from my recent trip to Maui that I bought on there. Uh, Pretty much anything you're going to need is on there. So take a look. And um, without further ado, let's chat about who Rachel is. Rachel DeVoe is a registered dietitian. She's a certified personal trainer and the creator of the hugely popular Rachel's Good Eats on Instagram, like I mentioned earlier. She's rated the number one fitness influencer by College Magazine, and we are here today to talk about our highly anticipated first cookbook, Rachel's Good Eats. Without further ado, let's uh, get into this delicious conversation with Rachel. I was crazy here because 
When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. With summer upon us, friends, hair is going to be even more important. Yes, we've got humidity, we've got sun, we've got all kinds of things. And sometimes it's hard to find the right shampoo for your hair. Everyone's hair is so different and there's no one size fits all solution. That's why I love Way. They have different shampoos depending on your hair type. Want volume? Fine hair and conditioner will give you that extra oomph you need. If you need some moisture and a little extra bounce, find your happy medium with medium shampoo and conditioner. And for my peeps with thick hair like me, give your hair the hydration it deserves with thick hair shampoo and conditioner. Plus, you guys already know Way carries some of my favorite hair care products I use all the time, whether it's the leave-in conditioner, which is my go-to, or the hair oil. They give my hair this hydrating refresh all summer long. Wash your way to healthier hair. (laughs) See what I did there? With shampoos and conditioners made just for you. Go to the way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Squad for 15% off your entire purchase. That's theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Hill Squad. Your hair deserves it. We have 17 citrus trees and, and they're all different kinds and the blossoms. So before you leave, you have to go on the sniffing tour and just okay. go sniff and like inhale all of it. It smells so good. And then the jasmine is all over the walls of the property. Oh my God. So then in about a week, the jasmine's going to pop and then it's just going to be crazy here. Do you have allergies at all? Thank God I don't. I don't either, but my husband does, and it's the worst. Yeah. I haven't had – I have had bouts of allergies in different periods because I remember I'll look at Kelsey and be like, is this allergy? She's like, yeah. She's like, I'm having it too, but yeah. I don't have anything this year. But I'm not allergic to the orange trees, but they're so pretty. Oh, my gosh. I'm jealous yeah. of the citrus. It would be so nice to have that all year. Citrus is nice yeah. to have. 
And especially for someone like you who is constantly coming up with new ways to oh, use things like okay, citrus, yeah. right? Say Seattle, there's, you know. Well, yeah, really living in Seattle <laughs> probably sucks for yeah. trying to have anything outside. Yeah, but true. Rain. Taking it from like the garden, like that's the dream. My I garden know. last year was amazing. Oh, you were able to have a garden. Nice. Tomatoes, uh, zucchini, and rosemary, basically. Not the yeah. biggest garden, but it was actually really... My Probably. dad was here recently and he planted my garden. <gasps> Cute. I'll take you for a tour if you want. Um, and so just yesterday I went out and I grabbed all this mint because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put it on a, in a cup with water on my counter and every day I'm going to add it to my water. <sighs> and it's so nice. It's such a nice touch. It feels so good. It's um, like spa water. It just elevates it a little bit. Yeah. And then when I, instead of wanting gum, I just chew on the mint mm. for a breath like freshener and it's natural and good. Hey, that's amazing. But um, but the garden is so cool to have. And we have one in Connecticut too that's like really, really big. Mm-hmm. Eating your own vegetables. There's nothing better. There's nothing better. Yeah. I wish that we had thought about doing a cooking segment with you. We would have gone to the kitchen, even just for like social. Oh, wait, because I, I want that. you to make the sweet potato toast. So breakfast is so hard because – uh, my mom and I did a healthy, quick recipe book um, a couple years ago, and breakfast was the one where I was like, oh, gosh, we really need some ideas for people for breakfast because it's so hard. But you have yeah. sweet potato toast three ways. So this is a spinoff of the cafe that I own with my sister and third partner, Toast Society Cafe in Las Vegas. We just opened our second location there. And I mean, who doesn't love toast? Mm -hmm. And so we have a paleo option with sweet potato toast with Japanese sweet potatoes. So good. So it's Japanese sweet potatoes, which is different. They're different. They're like Japanese eggplants. (laughs) Like they're different. They're yes, they're different. They're, they're white. And I swear like they bake the flavor when they come out is so good. Like they turn golden and then you can put any toppings on it. Uh, we have savory. There's like a classic avocado toast. And then we have a sweet version as well, the sweet tooth. Is that what this photo is? Yes. Holy guys. I don't know if you're going to see it, but it's. <laughs> and it's a homemade Nutella. So it's a, I was looking at this. I'm like, whatever this is, yeah. I want. Like this looks beautiful too with the avocado and the egg on top. And it's a different spin on the avocado toast, which I like. Um, I also love the apples. It looks like you have some walnuts on here. Goat cheese, pear, walnuts, honey, and cinnamon. On the sweet potato toast. Yeah. So can we – this is the most – this is a different kind of interview because I'm like, I'm not asking you questions about yourself yet. I just want to know about the sweet potato toast. So Let's sweet right potato toast, how do you do this? Because I don't eat bread anymore. Mm-hmm. And so – We've been coming up with different ways to make muffins with sweet potatoes. And so we've made some yummy muffins um, with walnuts and Mm -hmm. they're delicious. And Okay, wait. So how do you do that? Do you bake them and then mash them, like cool them and then – Yeah, and then you bake them um, with some almond flour. Cool. And they're crazy yummy. And I'll roll them sometimes with butter and be bad and they're yummy because butter – not bad. I mean, yeah. You can have a little butter. Or yeah. olive oil. Actually, when I do it with olive oil, it tastes exactly the same. I and love it makes oil. it a little crispier. So I, also I like that ghee. texture. Yeah. Ghee, I use so the too. lactose is removed. So I'm lactose intolerant and gluten intolerant. So essentially all my recipes that I put out are that way and refined sugar-free as well. I love ghee so yeah. much. So I don't feel like I'm missing out on butter because it's 
tastes exactly like yeah. that. It's so good. Okay, so you get the Japanese eggplant. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Japanese sweet potato. You bake it. Oh, Japanese sweet potato. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. You don't okay. turn out better with this one. Um, but I like to bake it at like 415 degrees for like 45 minutes. Okay. And then you let it cool for a bit and then you peel the skin off and then you slice it. Into oh, like, wait. So is it you just put the whole, the whole thing in? The whole sweet potato yeah. just in on a baking sheet? Yeah. For 45 minutes. Yes. And then you take it and slice it? Take it out. Take the skin off. Okay. Slice it into like quarter inch, half inch pieces. And then you can either put it in a toaster like several times or you can put it back in under broil so it gets like golden on top. Okay. And then you put your toppings on and it's toast. Whoa. Yeah. Like okay, revamped. so the one that we saw in the photo that I loved had some banana on it. Banana, strawberry. There's homemade Nutella in there, dairy-free, hemp seeds, which I like to call them nature sprinkles, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then honey and cinnamon. What are hemp seeds good for? Again, I forget. They're great um, for fiber. There's omega-3s, and it's a great um, protein source for plant protein. Actually, three tablespoons has about 10 grams of plant protein. So right. you can just throw that in a smoothie. I like topping it on salads. You don't really notice it. I mean, it has like a subtle nutty flavor, but it's nothing overpowering. I also add it to my Caesar dressing in the oh. cookbook as well. You can't taste it, but it adds extra protein. Wait, I'm really glad you just reminded me of that because I'm trying to get more protein in. Mm-hmm. And I forget that I can add hemp seeds to my salad. I usually add walnuts on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But throw in some more hemp. Why not? I love a good protein hack. Trying to get that extra protein in. I work out. I want to preserve my lean muscle mass. I want to maintain it, build more, because we do start losing it after age like 30. Mm-hmm. So if we can. I wouldn't know what that's like uh, under I, 30, of course. Both are. So if we can just add extra protein in throughout your day, that's going to help you out. So I like to base a lot of my meals around protein. That's like a lot of my recipes are very protein centric. So to start my day, I love a smoothie. Are you a smoothie girl? I love smoothies too. Okay. Yeah. I always start my day with a smoothie. Like I get every day. worried because they spike your blood sugar so fast. There's a way to build them. Okay. Where they won't. Let's and do it. And they're a great meal. How are we doing this? <laughs> it's a great meal replacement. So literally that is my breakfast every day. Okay. What do you do? I love to move and exercise before and then I'll have a protein smoothie after. So it's usually unsweetened almond milk, a cup of ice. Um, my go-to is like a PB&J smoothie. So I'll do vanilla protein powder, plant-based, one to two tablespoons of peanut butter. That's going to help stabilize your blood sugar because it's high in healthy fats and protein as well. And then I like to add a fiber. So ground flax seeds, hemp seeds, you could add chia seeds. Uh, I do try to keep the fruit on the lower end Mm -hmm. just to keep the sugar overall a little bit lower. So I'll do like half of a frozen banana and then like maybe a fourth cup of frozen raspberries. And I think that's it. But it's so good and it's classic yeah. and you don't have to add a ton of ingredients, like really just keep it basic. And it's a great meal replacement. It's going to keep you full for a few hours, which I need because I get hungry. Yeah. I'm hungry all the time. We have a got us on the show and she talked about if you feel hungry within four hours of your meal, that means you didn't get enough protein in. Oh, 
And mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because a lot of times after I have a smoothie, I'm hungry really yeah. soon after. And that's also been something that's kind of dissuaded me from smoothies. Um, I make something similar with mine, but I do. I throw in the flaxseed, the chia. Yeah. I do all of it. Um, and the protein and the collagen powder. Now that I learned that collagen powder isn't just for vanity reasons. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> at first I was like, I don't know if I'm going to use this. Who knows what's in it? And I mean, you it's know. good for your hair, your skin, your nails. It adds extra protein, amino acids. But I think the tough thing is like when you go out to eat at restaurants or cafes, you want a smoothie. They don't usually add protein. I guess it depends where you're going. Yeah. So at that point, it is all fruit and it will spike your blood sugar. You're going to get hungry after 30 to 45 minutes. So if you can, you know, boost it with healthy fats, quality protein and fiber, you're going to have a much more substantial meal. Yeah. I, I guess like for me, I never, I never really understood that you needed a balance having all these things and you're a registered dietitian. So you are qualified to speak on this. Um, but I think for a lot of us, we're not taught proper nutrition. We're taught this stupid food pyramid when we're, you know, kids. And then life just takes over and we're so busy and we just grab and go and grab mm-hmm. and go. But for your body and for your blood sugar, this is not just for diabetics, you do need to balance. And so you really need to understand what is fiber, mm-hmm. what are fats that are good, what are good proteins? And I love that you have so many protein options because I don't love to get all my protein from meat. Mm-hmm. I want to eat as little as I can, but I still – I eat it, but I'd prefer to get it from other sources if possible. Right. Yeah. So, again, like I think smoothies are the perfect – way to do that for 20 to 30 grams of protein to start your day. It's Mm going to set you up for success. It's going to make you more focused and alert, which I think we could all use at the start of our day. And then I think- I used to throw coffee in there. I'd make my coffee smoothies. I I thought I was a genius and created this in my first cookbook. I was like, oh my God, a coffee smoothie. I was driving to work and I'd have my smoothie and my coffee. And I was like, I got to figure out how to blend these. And so I made a banana coffee coconut smoothie recipe. And work smarter, like, not harder. <laughs> this is amazing. And then I think I saw it somewhere else after and I go, oh, I thought that was my brilliant idea. <laughs> okay, wait, then I'm piggybacking <laughs> off of you because I have a salted caramel espresso. I saw that. In the book. I saw that it's chair. It's so good. Okay, tell. It's combining the caffeine and protein. So there's cashew butter, there's some espresso, frozen banana, and then all my smoothies have protein powder in it. Just again, like very protein centric, but it's so good. You'll have to try it. Yeah. Oh my God. I definitely will. Mm -hmm. I make my smoothies um, sometimes, like I said, I'll make them into coffee smoothies or whatever. Mm -hmm. I get it all in somehow. Mm -hmm. I even do it with my yogurts now. Oh. I'll do my coconut yogurt and I'll put my protein powder in there and I'll Mm -hmm. mix. Have you seen the new cottage cheese ice cream craze? No. I don't know if it's just TikTok. I'm not on TikTok, but it's... You're not on TikTok? I'm not on TikTok. It's too hard to balance all the things. Hold on. You're... I tried for two weeks and I was consistent and then it fell off. Wow. Yeah. Someone Are you on TikTok? On it. I am, but I, I don't do any of Okay. That. I barely am on there. <laughs> if I can remember to like post right after I do it on Instagram, I will, but wow, very rare. Okay. So back to the cottage cheese ice cream, because I'm not a cottage cheese fan. Me neither. It just the the texture, the whole thing just seems bad. Yeah, I'm the same way. But I guess if you put it in a food processor or a blender and you mix it with like strawberries, and people have been like breaking up graham crackers in it, 
and then you put it back in the cottage cheese tub and then you freeze it and then you scoop it out like ice cream. It's like a high protein. I'm going to try that. <laughs> option. So yeah. Can someone in the booth take notes on all these things I need to make? Get some of that organic cottage cheese and try. Oh my God. Yeah. That sounds so good. Okay. So as I said, a registered dietitian, can you help break this down like super easy for people? Like I said, we're all so busy mm-hmm. and it really is hard to kind of wrap our heads around it. I know I'm a pretty smart person and I used to be like, what? Uh, I don't know. Now I get it because I've really had a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. My schedule is more of my own than when I used to work 50,000 jobs. Yeah. And so um, I get it a little bit more now, but I'm still trying to learn. Like I had a, um, a session with our one of our favorite nutritionists we have on the show, Alyssa Goodman. I was like, hey, I need a session with you. And she's like, you're doing everything great. And I go, yeah, but I need like some more ideas mm-hmm. for protein and for fats. And so – um, well, I didn't grow up eating healthy. It just wasn't really? like a focus in my family nutrition. So thank God my mom always had like a big salad on the table. That was like our main veggie, I guess. But yeah, there was a lot of box dinners, freezer meals, all the things, Tyson chicken nuggets after school, I'd make like a whole tray and like that would be my <laughs> after school snack. But I really didn't start cooking until high school. And that's when the light bulb really turned on like, okay, food really does play a factor in my performance because I was an athlete. I played soccer and basketball. So I started to feel the effect of what I was eating and how it kind of contributed to my performance recovery. And so at that point, I really started getting into nutrition. And then I decided I want to be a dietitian. So I went to college and then I started, you know, experimenting in the kitchen and finally cooking for myself. And that's where I just started my whole passion project of my food Instagram, Rachel's Good Eats, and just started being really consistent with posting two to four pictures a day of what I was eating. It was wild. Didn't miss one day for a year and a half. That's a lot of work. And I don't even know how I did it because I was in school, you know, full load. I did my dietetic internship, but it was- It's your passion. It was something that made me so excited and happy. And I love styling food. Like the food presentation is something that is so cool to me. And I love doing that. Did you style everything in the book? I did not. I hired uh, I hired out for that. Okay. I mean, they are the experts, but it is something I'm very passionate well, about. Well, you're doing it on your Instagram really well. That's so. true. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're doing a book shoot and I've done a cookbook shoot, it's oh my gosh. Literally one of the hardest things. And a I've made independent team. films. It's a lot. It's a whole team. Yeah. yeah. Photographer, food stylist, prop stylist. Yeah. Like and all the things. Yeah. And you gotta like yeah, it's so much. I remember calling my whole neighborhood. And like, come over. We have so much food. Please yes. come eat everything. Yeah, <laughs> they took all the food home, which was great. Um, yeah. But I essentially want to show my audience that eating healthy doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be super complicated. Like, I think what nutrition is kind of portrayed a lot of the times is very complicated, lots of numbers. It doesn't have to be that way. Like, let's simplify it. Let's just break it down to you know, simple components, looking at food in terms of fuel, how is it going to benefit our bodies? Mm -hmm. Um, Like I look at red bell peppers, high in vitamin C. So how can I incorporate more red bell peppers into my diet? That's going to help boost my immune system. Um, So you don't subscribe to the lectins? No. Okay. I don't. Tell me why. I mean, you can get more technical with everything with nutrition. Like you can get more science heavy. Um, 
a lot of the times that just makes my eyes glaze over even. I just like being simple about it and not having a lot of stress. Like I did go through tons of different diets, trying myself, figuring out what worked for me, like counting macros, counting calories, so stressful. Like it just, it became such a big part of my day. I was like obsessed with thinking about what I was going to eat next, um, or like my next four meals, like what I was going to have, how was I going to fit into my, you know, my macros. It was way too stressful. And so I think I just found my own food philosophy with how does food make you feel? You know, like you eat something, is it going to make you feel energized after? Is it going to make you feel fatigued, um, brain fog? How is it going to make you feel? And so I've become very intuitive with how I personally eat. And so that is how my recipes are portrayed, especially through this cookbook. Mm -hmm. Like it's very simple, very approachable, whether you're cooking for yourself, you're cooking for your partner or for your family. Like I am so proud of this. There are so many recipes for every occasion. Yeah. I, I like that simple approach. Um, and I think you know, it it does get complicated sometimes. Someone's like, don't eat lectins, don't eat nightshades, don't yeah. eat this, don't eat that. Um, I don't know. like putting labels on it. You know, like I would describe my way of eating as paleo-ish um, with a big emphasis on like Mediterranean, lots of extra virgin olive oils, healthy fats. Um, but yeah, I think if you just put too many food labels on it and you restrict yourself, it can just kind of cycle into a negative way of thinking about food when I think it should be celebrated. Like I think making recipes should be fun um, and it should be something that should add value to your day. Yeah. It's it's hard though. The, the whole intuitive part, I think it's hard for the everyday person. Like the mom, the single mom who's like trying to like just keep food on the table and having to work. Um, it's hard it's hard even for me, and this is kind of what I do. Mm -hmm. I'm in entrenched in health and wellness, but like I, the first thing I thought of when you said that was, do I pay attention to how things make me feel? I'm just doing what I know is right. Yeah, I'm eating well. Mm -hmm. Am I really taking stock every time? Like, did this move through my body well? Does this feel good? Not necessarily because I don't feel like a lot of us have time. Totally. To and I that. think it's learned. Like it took me years to get to this point. And I know a lot of us are so busy. So I think another way to kind of balance out and make it a little less, little less time to think about how you feel is just sticking to half your plate of veggies. A quarter of it should be quality lean protein, wild caught salmon, organic chicken, grass fed steak. And then grass-fed steak is so hard, like physically hard. Every time I buy grass-fed meat, it's like a rock. Am I crazy or I, is it just mine? I, I go to Whole Foods. I'm like, what, what's happening here? That could be true. I love grass-fed organic ground beef. And I saute it with siete taco seasoning. And oh, that's yummy. like my staple. <laughs> like I'll make rice for the week and then I'll make like two batches of the organic grass-fed ground beef with taco seasoning. And I'll just keep that in the fridge. And when I want it, that's yeah. like a, that's a great hack is keeping protein in the fridge, keeping maybe a complex carb, something that is gonna, just going to be so easy when you want something to grab and go. And then all you have to do on the spot is just like saute or chop up a veggie. Mm -hmm. So it's really quick. It's like 10 minutes to yeah. make lunch. So you feel the same way about the grass-fed meat? 
I mean, I don't typically eat steak, so maybe I don't. I don't know why. There's no reason. I'm not a big just... steak eater, but anytime I have, I'm like, oh, <sighs> this is horrible. And I'm like, are we just picking the wrong meat? I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to look into that. Yeah, maybe skirt steak because it's thinner. No, I think it was it was like you know thicker steaks, and they were hard, so I never got them again. I'm a ground beef fan, but I do like the ground stuff better mm-hmm. too. Okay, so our proteins. When you say lean proteins, sometimes when I go to the market, it says like lean on the meat and it has different percentages. Will yeah. you explain that? I actually have been enjoying like the 85% lean beef. And what does 15% that mean? It's only 85% lean and 15% fat. So they take, essentially there's only 15% fat in Less. this. Yeah. And so it's going to be more juicy when there is more fat with it. Yeah. So I personally, it's going to have a better mouthfeel and taste. So, I mean, healthy fats are great. Are, you don't have to eat the fat, right? Like if you're, no, you can if drain you're eating it. a yeah. steak, you cook it you so can it cut. can absorb some of it or whatever yeah. and then cut that off. I never eat the fat. It off. Some people really like it. They do? Yeah. Wow. I've never talked about this stuff. That's so, so funny. Beef fat. <laughs> yeah. I've never talked about it, but I always cut everything off. It looks gross. I'm like you. But I think with like the ground it makes it more juicy and more Mm. flavorful. So I enjoy it. Interesting. Okay. Mm. So you want as lean as possible. Wild caught. Wild caught. Fish. Mm -hmm. And then in terms of, so a quarter of your plate should be some kind of lean protein. That's just a simple way of like, I've learned just over time, like how to build my plate. And I think the easiest way to think about it is you want most of your plate to be veggies. veggies. Mine is always veggies. So it's as always, because I've always just loved. What's your favorite? Salads. Salads. Do you do like grilled? I love grilled veggies. I love grilled veggies too. I love grilled romaine too. Oh. Have you ever done grilled romaine lettuce? I've had it at a restaurant. I've never personally. Oh my God. We had a chef in here when the studio was different. We did some like demos in here. And we had um, it was grilled romaine lettuce, and then you squeeze the lemon. You threw a little parmesan on top, oh, that's and good. oh, we did grilled watermelon too. Oh my did god! Did you put like so good. feta on top? Is yes. that like, okay? And then mint. You can do your mint. And mint. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh, that sounds so good. It's getting to be that time for some <laughs> grilled romaine lettuce, friends. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, I've always been. You know, I I love my veggies for the most part. Yeah. Me too. And I think a lot of times there are some tricky people in the family to get to eat veggies. Um, A lot of my recipes, like I'll sneak veggies in and a lot of the times you won't be able to tell. Mm -hmm. Like I have my staple enchilada skillet in the cookbook. It's my husband's favorite recipe. He even loves to make it because it's so easy. Everything's in one skillet, but there's chopped bell peppers, there's onions, there's just all the things mixed with enchilada sauce Mm -hmm. and you can't tell. So I think just finding ways to like add it in there, that's going to make people excited to eat it. Yeah. I made myself a really yummy omelet this morning. (gasps) Yum. What did you put in uh, it? I I sauteed my spinach, a chopped spinach, onion, yellow pepper, and uh, oh gosh, there's one. Oh, a little tomato. I chopped it all up, put it in the skillet, let it all saute in the olive oil. And then I added egg whites and feta. And it like baked and it became this like delicious. I love feta so much. Oh, I love feta too. Um, Everything. And then I had some avocado with it. Yum. So it's really yummy. And some walnuts. I always do a couple walnuts on the side too. Dang, look at you. Healthy fats, protein, all the things. Yeah. So, 
Okay, so we've got a quarter of the plate is lean protein, half the plate is veggies. Mm -hmm. And then complex carbs. Like I love weight training. I love working out. We need carbs, the great source of fuel and energy. So lately I've just been having either like sweet potato, that's going to be high in vitamin A, Mm -hmm. uh, rice. Those are like my go-tos. So what is rice good for? Oh my gosh. Um, Because I hate rice other than sushi. Yeah. I always just looked at it as like, yeah. Well, I think it's about finding what you love to eat. So I think like fingerling potatoes are awesome, Mm -hmm. grilled or baked until crispy. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a few potato recipes that I'm just obsessed with. So I think it boils down to just finding what works for you and not trying to force food that you don't enjoy. But it's also about experimenting in the kitchen and just using different ways to prep ingredients because they come out and taste differently each time. Yeah. Depending on how you make them. What about figuring out fiber in there? I guess your vegetables are your fiber, right? Veggies, um, skin of potatoes are high in fiber. Ooh, I made a recipe. You might like this. Okay, go. Um, I was playing chef at my friend's house at Big Bear um, at New Year's, and um, I was making sweet potatoes. I'm like, wait, why am I going to waste the peel? So I was like, what if I do something with the peel? This goes to your experimenting thing. I was like, I'm going to take the peels washed. They were already washed because potatoes washed. I'm going to take the peels and put them in, saute them in olive oil. So you peeled them and then you had the peel separately. So I sauteed them in the olive oil. Then I so kind of cooked them a little. Then I took them off, put them in a baking sheet with um, sea salt and cinnamon. And then they were cracked. This is blowing my mind. They were so good. <gasps> Everybody's like, oh my God. I'm like, I, I just felt bad wasting it in that moment. Something just happened. I need and I'm to in better a with kitchen adding cinnamon to things. Cinnamon I add to everything. Really? Yeah, because it's such a good antioxidant and it's a yeah. good taste. I love cinnamon. So I throw it in my smoothies. Your PB&J will taste even better with cinnamon. Yeah. Okay. Always in my smoothie. The potato skins are rocking my world right now. Yeah. I like that. Uh-huh. Okay. They're really good. That's a good. good one. Yeah. Less food so waste, I make fiber. batches of them and I put them in a big glass jar and it's like a little chip. It's like chips. Okay, so they're crispy. They're crispy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're really good. That's genius. Yeah. So, and then you can throw it on your salad too. Like sometimes, you, you know, I'll get yeah. creative with that it's too. It's like a crouton. But I like having little things to like crunch on. I and- do too. I'm a crunchy gal. Mm-hmm. Like ending my meal with like something crunchy. I love doing that. Yeah. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I also did something that I never do because I, I was never a big spinach fan. So I had baby spinach the other day and I was like, you know what? I always eat veggies first. Mm-hmm. So um, Elisa Viti, who's an endocrine specialist, had taught us, like, always eat your veggies first. Mm -hmm. And somehow she explained it like it creates like a fiber basket in your stomach so Mm -hmm. that any of the carbs get taken and then it helps digest everything. And so I've been doing it ever since. And so I I sauteed spinach in olive oil and I just put a little garlic powder and salt and pepper on it. It was so good. I was like, I could eat this every single day for the rest of my life. Well, I think. And it took two minutes to cook. (sighs) Spinach also, you can fit so much in a skillet. Have you yeah. seen those memes where it's like people put like two bags and then it just shrinks down no, to like but the it tiny- did. It yeah. shrunk down. And I was like, wow, this was such a fast thing to make. Mm-hmm. And it's a great side for anything. Yeah. Throwing it in a smoothie too. Like you can't taste it. I love freezing spinach beforehand mm-hmm. and throwing it in a smoothie. I do frozen cauliflower in the smoothie Do you? Too. I tried. You did? You didn't uh, like it? I didn't love it. Oh my I God. You love can't cauliflower. 
I know. Can't even taste it. By the way, sometimes I would get little chunks that didn't shred down, and I kind of liked it. I was like, hmm. Because it was a peanut buttery kind of or almond buttery taste to the smoothie with a little of that in there. Um, Little chunks of collie in your breakfast. I liked it. Okay. I love that. I love adding cacao nibs too. That's like a crunchy. I got addicted to those for a minute and then Mm -hmm. I had to stop. (laughs) I was like, I'm really, really loving these too. Are you a sweets girl? I quit sugar like at least three years ago now. Okay. Yeah. Do you have like hacks for no sugar added sweets? Yeah. I mean, like we make those sweet potato muffins Mm -hmm. with a little stevia. Yeah. I candy my walnuts with stevia. Oh my gosh. I've never had So they're really delicious little treats. Um, And so, and then I make, um, Dr. Mark Hyman had this avocado mousse recipe. Have you seen this? I think I've seen it on his page. Yeah, avocado yeah. chocolate mousse yeah. with cacao powder. Oh, mm-hmm. <gasps> so good. I have a paleo fudge recipe in the cookbook, and I also have a no added sugar fudge recipe. So you really? can kind of pick your poison which one. How do you make that? You too. Um, cacao powder and coconut oil, oh. a little stevia. But I also like to add little toppings and make it like a bark. So you yeah. can add like blueberries, which are high in antioxidants, goji berries, Hemp seeds again for like added protein, and then you freeze it, and then you break it up into pieces. Wow! Yeah, it's I a good little that. snack. I love that. Yeah, that sounds really yummy. I love food. Me too. <laughs> I can talk about it forever. I can also grocery shop forever. I um, you know what's funny is I used to make fun of Kelsey because she's like, I love going to Trader Joe's. I'm like, why? She's like, loved going there. Like I would love going to maybe like. I don't know, Nordstrom or something. I don't love going to Nordstrom. I do, but I don't. I'm not a big shopper. I don't yeah. like I don't like going into I don't know. I'm not a big shopper, period. Mm-hmm. But then I went to Erewhon. <laughs> the Holy Grail. That was Kelsey, was that not your other favorite place? Oh, she's gone. Is she gone? It's me in the booth today. Oh. <laughs> I, I love Erewhon. Oh, you love Erewhon. Okay, Natasha's in the booth. I didn't realize Kelsey wasn't next to you. Um, but um, but Erewhon was like, oh, my Lord. I know it's crazy expensive. It's. But... I think it's a good idea I don't live here for that reason because mm-hmm. it's wild. But it's so much fun just to see all the different things and the prices. It's so pretty. Yeah. No, I totally agree. It's, <laughs> it's like, like going to Restoration Hardware. Yes, it 100% food. is. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. so true. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty funny. So yeah, I I in that respect, or like there's a another supermarket here called Gelson's, mm. um, and they're really good too. So I was like, oh, this makes me a little bit more joyful because some of the main supermarkets get so cold, yeah, and I freeze my butt off, and I hate being cold, so I rush out of there. Um, but with, you know, these places, they were a little bit better temperature controlled and it felt just calmer and yeah, yeah. We love a good shopping experience. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. (laughs) you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, 
wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be good. <laughs> all the different factors. Um. Okay, so you went to school for diet dietetics dietetics is it different than being a registered nutrition being a registered dietitian you know there are so many terms for registered dietitian a registered nutritionist is essentially the same thing as Mm -hmm. a registered dietitian so do you work with clients on their nutrition i did right when i got my rd i opened up my own private practice i which no one teaches you how to do. It's like a whole thing to figuring practice. Yeah. Or Probably any right. your own business. So a lot of learning along the way. Um, what did your parents do for a living? My dad is a car salesman. Okay. And my mom is a home appraiser. Got it. Yeah. So they didn't have their own businesses so that you could my mom did. Okay. But I feel like it's just it's a different thing. It's so different. Yeah. And so I had like five to seven clients who I was either grocery shopping for, teaching them about like labels, meal prepping for them, kind of adding in a little bit more fitness. Then at that same time, my Instagram was gaining more traction. And I realized I could start making money through my Instagram by either, you know, working with brands and promoting their products. Um, So I just took the risk and I went all the way social media. And I just thought like my goal is to help as many people as possible through their health and wellness journeys. And I know I can reach so many more people, you know, through online. And so that happened probably in 2016. So it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Going on year seven. Um, but no intention of like having my own social media platform when I first started, like it was truly just my passion project. It was for my friends and family to show them that eating healthy can be very approachable and simple and fun. And I've always put the whole recipe and all the ingredients in my captions again, just for convenience. I want to make it easy for people, show them how enjoyable it can be and, just helping them on their health and wellness journeys. Well, and you have so many followers now, right? I've definitely got a lot more during the pandemic. I think that's where my, everybody needed you. <laughs> that's where everyone needed me. That's where my fitness era really like blossomed because I started doing two live workouts a week on my Instagram page because I had never worked out from home before that. And I think we all just realized like, oh my gosh, we're all in the same boat here. Like, how can we feel better every day? I felt responsible. I need to put some workouts out there. We need to like have some movement in our day and make this a more positive experience. And so that was so much fun. It held me accountable as much as I think I was helping people be accountable themselves, but it was a place where we could hang out for an hour, two times a week and actually have a positive experience in such a dark time. And it ended up being my favorite part of the pandemic and being home and isolated and just growing the community to where it is today. And so I think it was all just fun that we were doing it together. So you're still doing workouts with everybody? I have, I did live workouts for about a year. Uh-huh. It was so much fun. Um, 
now I've kind of toned back, but I have fitness programs that I run on my page. And so we do a few community challenges a year right now. Yes. Right now we're actually doing my eight week strength guide. So it's like a gym based workout program and they've been so much fun. I actually created a few at home programs. So all you'll need are like one set of weights and a mat and five feet of space. Cause that's all you really need to mm-hmm. get like a really killer workout. True. Very mm-hmm. true. We, yeah. we really can go back to like old school aerobic. Yeah. Pilates like movements. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, everybody keeps trying to reinvent the wheel. It's like the same leg lift that worked 20 years ago still works. Yes. Now. Yeah. And it's fun that now like we're kind of set up and we know what we can do at home. Like it mm-hmm. gives us this, you know, new perspective, like, oh wait, like I can work out from home in well, five feet of space. Doing it forever. Like I, I remember back in the day, like there was a show called Bodies in Motion on TV and they they would work out on TV and they'd have their, you know, their gear and their whole thing. People have been doing it for eons. It took being sentenced to home yeah. <laughs> for a certain amount of time for us to realize that again. But I think just going through different seasons and being open to just making movement a part of your day, no matter what it is, even if it's a walk outside, um, going to the gym, maybe it's a Pilates class with a friend, or just stretching on your mat at home. I think it's so important. For me, I do it to start my day. I think it just wakes me up, sets me up for success. And then if you get it done earlier in your day, it's not something that you're going to push off. If you're yeah. thinking about doing it later in the day, for me, it's probably not going to happen, Yeah, <laughs> which always happens to me. So good point. I like to do it in the morning. Good point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're doing fitness, you're doing the nutrition. You have these, um, did you say they're breakfast spots in Vegas? Oh, it's um, two cafes, two gourmet cafes. toast, yeah. wellness lattes, and coffee. So That's when nice. I go to Vegas next time, I can go there yes. and I can taste your sweet potato bread. Yeah. Even though I'm going to make it. Right. I am going to make it this weekend. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's probably going to be my new bread. Yes. I'm so excited about it. Okay. I can't wait to hear. Yeah. Because, you know, you can. they do all those like cheese crisps now. Like I know there's like moon cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked moon cheese. I ate too much of it on a plane once. But um, but you can make cheese crispy. Yeah. Right. And I think that's like the craze right now. But I'm, for dairy. I know. I'm lactose know. intolerant. So, but I know that's, yeah. and then that's high in protein as well. Mm-hmm. So it's single ingredient. If you can just look at the ingredient list and just, if you can choose the healthier option that's given to you, that's going to set you up. For success, again, just making the healthier option, trying to eat as few ingredients as possible with those packaged items, I think that's huge. And then also just being aware of added sugar, which I know you're a huge proponent of. Yeah. I think, yeah, when you look at the package and it says it has six grams of sugar and then eight added sugars or whatever, Yeah, that's when you know they just took the the box of sugar and just kept adding it. I know. And they sneak it into everything. Nut butters, salad dressings, crackers. Like it's in so much and it sucks that we're responsible for, for figuring that out and being aware of it. So I think that's something I really try to promote is just being aware of what you're consuming. Cause I think at the end of the day, like we are really busy. We're just going to grab and go snacks a lot of the time from the store or you're out at a coffee shop. You're just going to grab something. But if you can just take a second to like rewind just a little bit, look at the ingredient list, be aware of what you're eating. Yeah, Maybe you can make a healthier alternative at home on Sunday that takes like an hour, but you have it for the whole week. 
you know, something that is going to just get you through those those snack cravings. And if you have something readily available, you're going to be less inclined to just grab something that's packaged process off yeah. the shelf. Yeah. That's what I have in the house. I have my little mason jars with the walnuts, with like different things so that I can- Raw nuts are great. Little my sweet potato crisps yes. and things like that. And yeah. it helps. And then mm-hmm. even in the fridge, I always have, you know, either like something cooked. I have mm-hmm. even cooked eggs so that if I don't yeah. have time to make something fresh in the morning, I can eat that. I have cooked, you know, broccoli or beans so that I can grab some veggies. And, you know, it's really about doing the work ahead of time so that your life is easy mm-hmm. because it's going to be so much easier to get in the car and go through drive through But oh, yeah. if you have all the healthy options there, I have these um, keto crisp bars that mm-hmm. I really like. They're really delicious and they're really good balance for your blood sugar because they're keto. So they have enough fiber and protein and all of that. And they have these chocolate chip ones that are sucker. so good. Ugh. And they have peanut butter ones. So that's my one package thing in the house. Mm-hmm. The only package thing I'll eat if I really have to grab and go and I don't have time to eat a meal or whatever. And then I'm like, okay. I'm kind of the same way. Like I'll have one bar that I go to, but like a lot of the times I'll try my best to make something ahead of time. Like I have – Bliss balls on my rotation. Bliss balls? Bliss balls. There's what three. What are bliss balls? Oh, my gosh. They're just, you know, those like raw. You can make them with just a handful of ingredients. I have a Snickers bliss ball recipe in the cookbook. There's strawberry shortcake. And they taste just like. Do you do have the ice cream bars from the gas station? The strawberry shortcake yeah. bars taste just like that. And there's lemon matcha. So you have like three. Give me the first bliss ball, whatever the chocolatey one was or something. Peanut the butter. Snickers? Snickers one, yeah. It's peanut butter, chocolate chips, cacao, I think there's almond flour, and then protein powder. So it's healthy fat. And you just roll them together like you make a batch. Yeah. And then you have them rolled up. You can freeze them. They'll last forever. I'm so excited. Yeah. Do they have to be the sugar chocolate chips or can they be? No, they can be whatever you want. You can put cacao nibs in them for like that crunchy alternative. I'm making those immediately too. They're fire. I love that. Oh, my God, Rachel. I'm so excited that we got to talk about food. I'm now so I want to go make everything in your book. Guys, oh the book gosh. is called Rachel's Good Eats, based off of her successful Instagram, over 110 fast flavor-boosted meals and daily treats to make at home. Um, thank you so much for coming in and sharing all these me. great treats. I'm so honored. Thank of you so course. much. Thank you. All right, friends. Kelsey, you ditched us for a minute. We were talking all about everyone. But the thing is, <laughs> I'm like, I had to run real fast because I did have a coughing attack. But the beauty of these little headsets is I could hear everything. So I'm sitting not in the studio like, yes, I love everyone. I know. And me and Cameron were always making fun of you. You're like, I love my Trader Joe's days. And I'm like, why do you love your Trader Joe's days? Trader Joe's is like a supermarket out here in LA. That's kind of like these other ones we're talking about too. But I mean, man, they make these like very luxurious and experiences now supermarkets are like crazy now. Um, but we did get it finally now that we've gone to where the other side lives. It's just beautiful there. And kind of like what Rach was saying too, like for me, it's it's fun. It's if I'm in a mood or feel like I need to get out of the house, but don't want to go do anything else. Like I like to go walk the aisles and get my little hot bar. It's, it's a good time. It's a good so time. Funny. It's super calm there. It's calm there. It's it calm. is calm there. Yeah. If you go to the right one. I know. I was like, Kelsey. And then I'm like, Oh, Kelsey's not here. Natasha's like, but I like it. Um, Heel Squad, welcome Natasha to the team, by the way. So Natasha's with us now, and she's uh, 
she's another fan of Erewhon and I guess Trader Joe's and stuff too. So um, that was really, really fun with Rachel because uh, I love food. I love talking about food. You guys may or may not know my mom and I wrote the Evergirls Guide to uh, Cooking. And it was basically because my mom was such a master at making healthy, delicious food fast and easy with just a few ingredients. And I really mean her basic spices were in everything, salt, pepper, garlic powder, and crushed red pepper. It was in everything, maybe oregano too. Um, And then it was just all veggies and she just knew how to make it delicious. And we use a lot of olive oil. And so I was like, mom, we got to put your recipes down. And thank God I did guys, because it was right as she was getting diagnosed with brain cancer. So I got all of her recipes in a book. We got to share it with the world. She got to be all over on Rachel Ray, you know, a little village woman from Greece getting to be on her favorite chef's shows like Rachel Ray. And she came, Bobby Flay had come over for dinner with his daughter, Sophie, and we cooked for them. And I'll never forget, I'm entertaining them in the bar. Our ovens weren't working. And it was like, what the frig? Our ovens are shitting the bed on us on the most important meal ever of our lives. And so I'm I'm stalling, dancing for Bobby, <laughs> pretending like everything's fine. But Maria's like putting on an entire performance. <laughs> We're dying that like nothing's cooking. And then my mom was just slightly forgetful and I didn't understand. And when we were making the the recipes for the photo shoot, because I was talking about how the photo shoots are so complicated and so intense, she had burned some things. And I'm like, what is she doing? It's so weird. Who would have ever thought she had a brain tumor? I mean, we would never. My my head wasn't there back then. I wasn't as involved in things now. Now I can see people and I'm diagnosing. <laughs> I, know, I know so much now. Um, but I'm so grateful we got to make that book together. And we did the tour. We did the Today Show. We did everything. And I have her recipes, and they are delicious. If you can get one online, I would highly suggest it because they're so easy and so good. But Rachel did the same thing here, and you know now we know so much more. My mom was super creative, so she would have come up with the sweet potato toast. I know her. But uh, if I said, Mom, I'm not eating bread, because we were, when we made our independent film in Connecticut, my friend Ian was producing, and he was a vegetarian. So she started creating all these things for him because he was the only one who couldn't eat, certain things. So she made special things for him. So she got white beans. She mashed them up, uh, like white beans in a can, mashed them up. And then she chopped all kinds of different peppers, green pepper, red pepper, uh, red onion. I think that was pretty much it. Made them into patties and then cooked them on the skillet with the um, olive oil. And they were bean patties. And they were so delicious. It makes me remember now I got to make those. What a great protein snack. And then you can cook those up, by the way, and then just reheat them really quick, re-skillet them. Um, so she was super creative in the kitchen and always had so many great ideas. But uh, but this was so fun with Rachel. It's because, like I said, like we've that's what we grew up with. We grew up with healthy food. I love talking about food. I cannot wait for these bliss balls. They're going to be everything. And I'm going to make the cottage cheese thing. So Kelsey, I'm terrified of that. You got to send me everything that I said I was going to do because I'm going to do it all on Saturday. Deal. You know what I also have to say? I'm really glad that hemp seeds got the moment they deserve. I am like a big hemp seed girl and I put it on them on everything and they are there's it's such a good hack for extra protein put on a smoothie put it on toast but so yeah get your hemp seeds on and they're so high in omega 
I know. And I forget about them. Mm. I have a big smoothie drawer. It's very full. I need to like clean it out, I think. Um, Do you like cacao nibs? I'll give you one of my bags of cacao nibs. I would love. Thank you. I bought like too many of them. But but yeah, I think I got to go grab my hemp seeds. I'm going to put them in a mason jar. Then I'll remember to sprinkle it on on everything. It sinks because we want an open counter. But then if you don't see it, you don't remember it. So frustrating. It is. I'm the same way. I'm like, I have to see everything or else I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was there. Yeah. That's why right. I switched to an open closet system. Smart. Now I see my clothes, so I wear more of them. Anyway, friends, that's it for today. I hope we enticed you with some delicious, healthy recipes. I hope we educated you on the ways to fill your plate so that you can just eyeball this and know that you're on the right track. We're not going to be perfect. We got to just do our best. And, uh, and I think we armed you with some ways today. I hope we did. If you loved it, leave us a review or a comment below so that we know, um, what you liked, anything you'd want from the future. Cause this isn't our last episode. Um, not firing myself just yet. And, uh, in the meantime, be nice people, make good choices and be present. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or mariamenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions. Well, that's it for today, Heal Squad. Before I let you go, I want to make sure you don't forget to take care of yourself today. I'll be making sure I'm not forgetting to get outside, do my meditations, and of course, keep myself fueled with some sweet, chili, wonderful pistachios. Wonderful pistachios, as you know, are my go-to when hunger strikes because they're one of the highest protein nuts providing all nine essential amino acids, and they're great for on-the-go snacking. So... When you're ready to elevate your snacking game, visit wonderfulpistachios.com to grab a bag 